guys, welcome back to the end of this podcast, and I'm your host, Smile Olaye. And sit tight because we're having a very interesting episode today. So, today I'm going to be interviewing a very creative person. She's a creative genius. She started fashion from a very young age, but you know what? Let me save my round so you hear it directly from her. So, please, <laughs> can you introduce yourself? Tell us your name and what you do. Okay, I am. Queen Ede, and thank you, Mayowa, for having me here. Thank you for honoring my invitation. <laughs> I am a fashion designer. I am Nigerian. I'm currently in the United Arab Emirates. Here, I teach fashion. I practice fashion as well. And I am a business owner here. And uh, apart from fashion, I am also into food. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to ask you that if you were not doing fashion, what else would you be doing? Oh, funny enough, should I surprise you? Surprise me. <laughs> if I was not into fashion, mm-hmm. um, I think I would have been in the military. Wow, military. <laughs> why? Why military? I always wanted to be in the military growing up. Uh, I think food is just food is just an aside like even if i was a soldier i would have probably been a soldier who still loves to cook and make creative dishes right but i think for for the military i just loved uh, i love the fact that it has to do it a lot with physical exercise it has a lot to do with training discipline um i think that's exercising like, authority that power and all that is that why you love teaching? No, it's not. I, Maywa, I am a very versatile person. Okay. I love teaching because I love to develop people. Okay. I love to groom and to mentor people. And I have been doing that since I was like 13. So, even if I was a military personnel, <laughs> I would have probably been the kind of soldier who loves to take care of his her team. Mm-hmm and probably cook for them and encourage them and motivate them you know for me it's just a combination of different things i i go from fashion to food to personal development to coaching to to fitness to Okay, like you said, you're very versatile. I am a very versatile person. Okay, so can you walk us through the involvement of the land of Eddie? How did this start and how did it evolve? How did land of Eddie evolve? Well, land of Eddie started from when I was uh, seven, eight, unofficially. <laughs> then I I used to make footwears with papers and wires. I would wear them around around the house and I would be running all over the place. I I was a very, very active child. (laughs) Dad used to call me aeroplane. (laughs) So, uh, mom was sewing back then. She still does fashion supervision now. Then grandma was working in a fashion factory, so she would bring little fabrics for me. So when mom noticed my interest in fashion at that early age, she began to teach me how to use the needle and the thread how to make roses and stuff so i would take my sister's used skirts those big ones i would cut them again 
I started unsupervised, you know. I would just tell myself, okay, if this skirt is an A shape, it means I have to cut the pieces like an A. And okay. somehow it's always fell into did place. Did it ever affect your education while growing up? It did because guess what? When I was in GSS1, I was like 10-ish. My dad had this lamp and there was this beautiful cloth that covered that lamp like the shape of a uh, clay pot you know this um, traditional african clay pot mm. but it was open on top and under the fabric was becoming old so my dad called me one day and said can you replicate this i said daddy i can so he gave me that lamp cover and i tried it and it worked and it was so beautiful i made a fresh one for him and i had a similar fabric because i had this really big compilation of fabrics from my grandma so it worked and my dad was so thrilled he gave me a gift for that and then i sat in my room some days after i was like why don't i just cover the bottom of this lamp holder and then i can make it into a purse and i tried that and it worked so guess what? what? I took that post to school and my friends loved it. The demand started coming. I was making those purses for my friends with my fabrics free of charge until it really, really became overwhelming. I had to put a price to it. But they paid, right? Of course, they started paying and officially they... I started doing business from you 10. Because value, so they had to pay. So I, I, think, I think that was it. At that point, it mm-hmm. was a bit overwhelming for me, yeah. Okay, so can you tell us about other careers than fashion? I know fashion is not all about just creating those pieces. Can you tell us about other careers? Maybe fashion, illustration, what else? Yes. You know, growing up, I thought uh, fashion is all about designing, sitting on the machine, but the world is evolving. So now you get to see fashion having so many branches and thank god for these new curriculums that are coming out mm-hmm. helping people to you know streamline their passions and becoming professional in their different fashion fields of course we have uh, fashion illustrators mm-hmm. fashion illustration is a full career job like it's something you actually go to school to study and then we have uh, fashion marketing okay. We have, that is fashion business now. We have fashion styling, where you get professionals who just style. And of course, we have the mother of them all, fashion designing. And um, we have, uh, of course, we have, on okay, that's still uh, connected to fashion marketing anyway, fashion advertisement. Oh, yes, we have fashion photography and fashion videographies now. And we also have, guess what? We now have fashion... Uh, forecasting you know there are now professional trend analysts who will tell you uh, this is where fashion is going because this is where fashion uh, they study the trends and they tell you what the next trends are going to be and guess what we now have fashion historians okay. people who teach history of fashion they are professional fashion historians so yes these are areas of fashion and it has really really evolved Okay. So when what what are the what are the things in vogue now the things trending in fashion right now in the clothing aspect aspects <laughs> in the clothing aspects yes are they are the prints in vogue now or just patterns okay when are... when you are looking at uh, fashion okay. uh, especially when you're looking at trends mm. what you look at you look at silhouette okay. you look at colors 
and then you look at uh, design now what's the silhouette in vogue when we talk about silhouette we're talking about body forms you see the uh, the big rounded hips like the uh, Kardashian figure that is like a silhouette that is still in vogue as we speak you know over the times uh, silhouettes have evolved like that there, there were times where straight women were in vogue where you had supermodels who were looking really flat and they were called sexy so now you you have people going for rounder hips uh, fuller uh, fuller um, uh, hips and all that you know the hourglass shape so that's the silhouette in vogue right now then for colors it's um it depends recently some designers uh, i mean as at um, two three weeks ago some designers started launching yellow okay. I, sometimes you know people are so scared of using yellow because yellow will literally pull you out of your comfort zone it's <laughs> you have to start thinking of what accessories to go with yellow so you don't look like a cartoon character so recently some designers started introducing yellow so i would say yellow is the new thing and then for um for design for fabrics we still have uh we still have a sequence uh in vogue right now and then of course we have uh innovative prints especially from asian designers you know prints that are uh, out of the usual cotton fabrics linen silk and all that that we are used to so that's it okay i know you're into movies too so do you have any like fashion movies you like to recommend or just any movie in particular that you, see, you believe that the world you see <laughs> Uh, there are lots of fashion movies and some are new, some are old. From old ones to new ones, we have uh, Devil Wears Prada, Vanessa Williams. <laughs> we have Devil Ugly Betty. <laughs> we have Ugly Betty. We have Designed by Jane. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I have been so busy in the UAE since, mm-hmm. I have not really had time to catch up with movies, latest movies. So I may not be mentioning like 2021 and 2020 fashion uh, movies. box no office uh, fashion movies, but um, looking at some that have become like um, they have become ageless. Let's okay. use the word. Yes. yes, we can go from Devil Wears Prada to Ugly Betty, designed by Jane. Um, so, do you have any creation that you title? my best creation or the or a creation that you loved most out of all you've created till now like this one is so special to me my one there's something about me okay i am very excited when i have not made that piece when okay. the idea is fresh in my head it's not alive yet in physical form okay. i am very excited and as far as i'm concerned that dress then becomes the best or that piece becomes like the best of all but the moment I make it out and I see it on the on I see it on the body, I am bored. Okay. I am looking for the next one. So as far as I'm concerned, I am yet to see that design that I have made that I would say this is the one for all time. Okay, so although sorry for that, although we are currently working on um, a world record dress in okay. the UAE with Abu Dhabi. Okay. Uh, so for now, I would say that is my. What you're looking forward to? Yes, that's what I'm looking forward to. Okay, so can you? I would like you to give an advice to someone that wants to go into fashion. 
Okay. Somebody that wants to like that is looking up to you right now. That wants to go into fashion. Ah, oh, you want to go into fashion? Run into it. <laughs> That's my advice. Go. Don't hold back. Oh yes. Uh, something helped me recently, and I think I should share this. Thank you so much for this. Um, you know, um, my fashion style or my language, my style language has evolved over time, and I noticed one predominant thing with my tailoring. When I sit on the machine to sew, I like to be fast. I don't like to be there for hours for days there are some designers who love it they love to stay and just they make the dust they make the zip they put the buttons they put the zips that has never been my style for me i love quick dresses quick outfits and i think it was always very peculiar to me because i i remember clients would come to me like i need something in the next 30 minutes i call them my noodle dresses like noodles can you spell it uh, like your indomie noodles. Oh, noodles. Yeah, because they are two minutes dresses. I oh. call them my noodle dresses. And guess what? I can, while you are here right now, I can wrap a fabric around you in 10 minutes and we have a beautiful dress. Woo! Yes. So, uh, at some point, I began to be a bit hard on myself, telling myself, you're just being a lazy fashion designer. You're just being a lazy fashion designer. Why don't you design like every other person? Why don't you sew like every other person? But guess what? what? When I began to teach fashion history, I had to go into um, um, past fashion designers and I found something very remarkable. Looking at fashion evolution, especially in the last 100 years, you would be looking at Coco Chanel, you'll be looking at Paul Poiré, you'll be looking at Christian Dior, and each of these people, you'll be looking at Calvin Klein, you'll be looking at Marc Jacobs. Now, when I was teaching, Marc Jacobs had the grunge that introduced high street fashion to the runway. And initially, when he started, there was a lot of criticism. When Dior came out in, um, I think that was 1947, Mm -hmm. with the new look, there was a lot of criticism, but he was doing something out of what people were used to. But then it set or it became a trend and created what we have today. When Chanel came out with men's pants, it was crazy. Like, why would you do that? But then it became a trend. When YSL came out with this suit, as a matter of fact, some people were turned down from restaurants for, wear, for wearing it. So I realized that Calvin Klein, the same thing, he came out with these minimalistic designs. Mm. And I realized that every fashion designer who ever contributed to global fashion came out with something different, a new style. They defied the norm. They defied the norm. So I sat down and I asked myself, what is your style that's not the norm? And I realized it is my noodle dresses, my quick outfits. So I found out that I was actually holding a revolution in my hand. Mm -hmm. So it's not a problem, but it's something that could uh, become a solution in modern way of design that we have today. So this is what I want to tell upcoming fashion designers. Don't hold back. Don't criticize yourself. If you find out that you are different, take it. Take yourself like that and build on your difference. What you are holding is not a problem. It is a fashion revolution. Okay, so that's it. (laughs) 
for this episode thank you for listening please subscribe share with your friends and family and watch out for the next episode and you can also follow queen eddie on okay on instagram Mm -hmm. i am queen eddie that's my handle so follow and watch out for the project she's working on i'm sure it's something that's going to like blow your mind blow the world's mind yes (laughs) bye guys bye